pessoa ouvindo a partilha de ontem, someone who heard yesterday's lecture is asking the following. da grave situação de caos no planeta, knowing the serious situation of chaos on the planet, would it not be far more helpful if we were to be dedicated to collaborating in these chaotic situations instead of turning towards the distant planets or stars? Would we not be demonstrating more solidarity if we applied our love, our goodwill, our caring, our wisdom to people who are distressed or lost, involved in the chaos? What was said was that the problems of the earth will not find a solution here on earth and that the problems of the earth will be resolved with the help of worlds, planets, entities and systems that are more evolved and more advanced. It is the participation of stars, of planets, of superphysical civilizations, of intergalactic entities. This is what is organized to solve the problems of the Earth. No problem is solved on its own level, which is not only true of the Earth. When we have a problem in some part of our being, we will not solve that problem on that level. We need to go up to higher levels to solve it from above. So the problems of the earth will not be solved at the level of the earth. They will be solved through greater forces, more advanced forces. This is what was said. And the fact that we link up with those more evolved forces, that we look for extraterrestrial or superphysical contexts, does not exclude rendering service here on Earth. Here we do our work and serve. But if we do not seek this higher contact, at a certain point we lose ourselves in this service because our service here is at the level of the earth and we need the help of higher levels to carry it out. So nobody is saying that we no longer have to be concerned with earthly matters just because we are looking for others. As for the situation here on earth, which we cannot resolve here confined to the earth, we know that the planetary laws are changing. The laws of the earth are changing. With the changing of these laws, the situation of the earth will change. Divine life will be able to be established on earth because there is no divine life on earth except in certain intraterrestrial and superphysical areas or in some isolated individuals who may have advanced in a special way and have divine life. But divine life is not something that has already been established on earth. Divine life is not yet known on earth. But with the shift of the laws and the transformation of the earth, this can happen. Meanwhile, the planet is being liberated by these galactic forces and by these extraterrestrial energies and all of this that we are seeing. The planet is being liberated from ancestral imbalances and those imbalances were partly produced by humanity. When humanity came here, it came from different points of the cosmos and these beings 
had not yet come to terms with themselves, so they were all gathered together here on Earth. And so the imbalance of the planet is partly because of this humanity that arrived here. This is a situation that is being solved, being worked upon. And what will really resolve the situation is for the human monads to enter broader spheres of consciousness. So this problem of the imbalance of humanity will be solved when the monads, the human monads, the human spirits, which are at a monadic level, when those spirits will enter another level, another plane, and they will have the opportunity to greatly broaden their consciousnesses as monads. So these monads will be able to help this humanity to regain its balance. And when humanity regains its balance, there will be the possibility for the earth to regain its balance because one thing depends on the other. So for humanity to reach its balance depends on these monads ascending, thus having the opportunity to reach a broader consciousness. And the cosmic energies and the planets, the suns and the stars, are continually working towards this, so that the earth may be freed from this situation. And yesterday we were looking at the need for us to seek a link with these more elevated things because at a level where we deal with problems, at an earthly level, there are no solutions for this. Today all of the existing galaxies, there are infinite galaxies, openly interrelate with one another for the sake of the development, of the perfecting of all things. There are even planets that orbit around the sun and they do, do not even belong to this solar system. These planets circling the sun are not real planets. Here on Earth, no distinction is made between a real planet and one of these planets because those are bases. They are intergalactic bases which intermingle within this system and we think they belong to the system but they do not. This is taking place beneficially so that the Earth may have every opportunity to regain its balance and for divine life to be established here. It was also said yesterday that an intersystemic base will be set up on Earth. So there are those bases that look like planets, but they are really orbiting bases. And one of these bases could be set up here on Earth, but it will take on the form of a very powerful nucleus of consciousness. Sirius is the star that guides the sun. Sirius knows all the situation of the solar system. It knows everything about the solar system. And it is waiting for the Earth one day to respond to all that which it is receiving 
and all that which is available to it. The earth is also all of us who are here. So the more beings who perceive that they should respond to a higher stimulus, a greater stimulus, the better for the earth, because this is part of the whole response of the earth. So these things seem very abstract and they seem to have nothing to do with us, but they do, because we already have the possibility to recognize ourselves as part of these things. So these things do not develop independently from us. We are part of these things. So what we do with ourselves, where we focus our attention, what we do with our life, or what takes up our time, must be done with a greater consciousness and awareness that this is part of the earth, and that the situation of the earth, the needs of the earth, the future of the earth, in a certain way, depends on all of us. We alone do not resolve this. But we are members of all this. And the forces that are trying to elevate the earth, to save the earth, to initiate the earth, that is, to resolve the problem of the earth, to make it divine. All of these forces count on us as well. Individually, we cannot resolve anything, but we are part of the whole. And we have a certain role to play here, a certain significance. Therefore, Sirius, which is the regent of the sun, this great force, this great star, this great cosmic entity counts on the earth to respond someday and all of us are part of this response. Many who feel a greater responsibility, who feel that they are more celestial than terrestrial, many who identify more closely with this design find a stimulus within to work a little more on themselves, to comprehend more clearly that it does matter when they do nothing. This is not insignificant, it is very important and carries weight. For certain people who have character, who receive a stimulus from the soul, it is good to hear these things because it helps them to become clearer about those li little things that constantly occupy them, those little things that do not apply to this great evolutionary design. Each one of us has the possibility of being in contact with these things, so it would be good if we all examined ourselves to see what we are doing with ourselves, what we are doing with our own talent, what we are doing with our own temperament, with our own abilities, and we will certainly receive an inner or even an outer reply that may help. We also saw that Orion has much to reveal on all of this. It has much to reveal about the Earth and that other planets and brothers of our planet such as Saturn already understand, they know our state. Saturn, Venus, all those planets already know our situation. 
They know the earth profoundly and we have links with them. We have astrological and astronomical ties, karmic ties with one or other planet. So all those brothers of ours, different brothers, because we call a planet brother, but this brotherhood is a little different to ours, but it is a brother, it is part of the all. So these planetary brothers of ours, these brother planets, are really waiting for a greater response from the Earth. And all of these planets, all these extraterrestrial consciousnesses, these suns, these stars that are helping us, are bestowing cosmic healing on us as individuals, on all that is on the earth and on the planetary being itself. The individual hearing that we know about here is a healing process, but cosmic healing is something much broader. And cosmic healing attempts to place the earth in alignment with all of its brothers, which are on a more advanced level. So the earth also needs cosmic healing. The earth needs this alignment. From our point of view, for those of us who are participating in the healing of the earth and are included in this earth's healing, it is a question of being redirected, of our recognizing our inner origin and of not deluding ourselves with so many other pseudo-origins which we think about, but rather our inner origin from where we have come. When we discover from where we have come, when we discover the source of our life, what produced this humanity, then we will be healed then we will be aligned with all of that which is aware of what it is, with all that is aware of its own being. And within us there must be an individual healing, which is the unification of our personal will, of our conscious will, with our higher will. So this is the healing in us. There must be a unification. We must not go on having two wills. We must not have bodies, a personality wanting one thing and our inner being wanting another without our even knowing it, without our even being aware of it. So we must be healed in this sense individually. We must receive healing so that we have only a single will because many of us have these two wills without knowing it, without perceiving it, without being aware of it. This is a general problem, isn't it? So the healing of this humanity, our healing, this cosmic healing, is not a healing of bodily illness. It is not a psychological healing. Cosmic healing is for us to have a single will and not two wills the way we have here. This process begins in us. That is to say, we enter into this therapy of having a single will 
a therapy which takes place within us, which takes place inside of us, and that unification of our two wills begins when we very consciously, as monad, as soul, and as personality, as a being out here, want to be that for which we were created. It is here that this healing begins. It begins here. So we begin by recognizing the, that we are not that for which we were created. Because here on this planet, this awareness is not widespread. So we begin with the fact that we are not fulfilling that for which we have been created. And we do want this to take place. We need to have this will. Even though we feel good in what we are doing, even though we live a wholesome life, that is to say, even though humanly we have no problem in this area, we must be aware that we need to know for what we were created, because we do not know this, and we need to live for this. And this includes all those who are living good lives, all of us. This is about all of us. And here is where the question begins. What was I created for? I have to do that which I came to do. And this is not what I am doing. It is something else. Because this has not been disclosed in us. This is not conscious in us. So we do everything the best way possible. But we continually raise the question, what did I really come to do? This brings about healing in individuals. This brings about unification of both wills in people. Because this external will, this positive will of theirs, as it questions what it came to do, it contacts the other will, it seeks the other will, it seeks the other side, which is separate in humanity. There are two wills. So the affirmation, I want to do that for which I was created, and I will do everything that is necessary for this, is almost a mantra that we can use. And this gradually furthers this healing process so that this unification can take place. So this healing transcends our material aspects. When we say we need healing, we are not referring to material aspects. This is a problem for medicine. Medicine should treat our healing on the material level. This cosmic healing is for us to transcend those material aspects which in us may be just fine, very orderly, but we must consider ourselves to be patients in this process of unification that has to take place between those two wills. And this does not happen within material laws. This is why cosmic healing, inner healing, has nothing to do with our physical health. Those are other laws. This other healing, the unification of these two wills, of these two wills, the discovery of this other will, this is a healing that we need to attain through grace. And so this transcends our material processes and all material aspects because it does not happen through material laws. This inner union, union of the being takes place through the laws of the soul. 
or if it is deeper, through the laws of the monad, and not through the laws of matter, and not through mental, emotional, and etheric, physical laws. When we perceive this, and when we seek this unification, when we ask for this healing, this cosmic healing, this inner healing, a process of unification begins to take place within our being. Even though for a time this will not come about in a perfect way, the process begins. And when the process of unification of these two wills begins, this is where a healer emerges. So a healer begins to unfold once this process has begun. A healer is someone who is already on the path of healing, the path of cosmic healing. Healers work with cosmic healing, and this is why they are healers. And they gradually unify. Healers gradually improve. Healers are gradually elevated, developed, to the extent that they help others with this energy of unification which is taking place in themselves and which they pass on to others which they radiate to others. So when we refer to a healer, we are practically referring to someone in formation from the cosmic point of view, because a healer is manifested when this process of unification begins in him or her. But this process may not yet have reached its completion. However, the mere fact that the process has begun makes it possible for them to be healers with regard to humanity that is divided because they can already function, they can already work, they can already help those who are completely divided. So those who are in the line of healing, those who work with healing and have healing energy must never forget that they themselves are becoming healed because the more they heal themselves of this division between the two worlds the more they gradually heal themselves so much more energy, vitality, capacity they will have to start up the process of healing in humanity. Those who can dedicate themselves to this process, those who can dedicate themselves to this quest, those who can take up this seeking, the unification of these two wills, these beings already have the conditions to help others very much in the field of healing. Because humanity's needs of healing are so basic that even a healer in formation can already be a precious collaborator in all of this. These healers in formation, as we said, do not count on anything from the earth. This is something inner that they need to carry out within themselves. There is no school here for this, there is no teacher for this, because this is not medicine, it is an inner healing. There is no set treatment for this. Individuals must have the awareness that they themselves need to be ever more healed. And this work of unification of these two wills 
must be fulfilled within them one day and they have to be totally dedicated to this. In those cases where it seems we do not know how to do this, but this is all we have to do, because there, immediately, the rings of Saturn, the rays of Jupiter, the emanations of Sirius, these are what will do the work. This is what is going to start this work. And thus we can be healers. We can be the instruments for all this healing to take place on earth. Because the role of the rings of Saturn, for example, would be to connect the functioning of the bodies with the energy of neighboring worlds, of other worlds, of other spheres. This is what the rings of Saturn do in us, in the field of healing. That is, the rings of Saturn, Saturn is one of the most advanced planets of the system, and with its energy, with its influence, with its presence in our process, Saturn can then connect our process with the process of other worlds, of neighboring worlds, of more advanced worlds, of more advanced worlds, planets, stars, to join our being with all of these processes is Saturn's contribution to our healing. Now the rays of Jupiter support this and bring to a resolution all things that are still to be completed in our process of cosmic healing and inner healing. When the psychic impurities of the earth and in ourselves begin to project on our bodies, on our physical body, our bodies start to get ill. It is not that they have illness within themselves, but they may have acquired our psychic impurities from our astral level, our mental level, and from the psychic impurity of the planet itself. So we would have to recognize the energy of those cosmic elements for us to become consciously unified with this and to effectively help to dissolve that psychic impurity of ours. We need those rays, we need those presences, and those presences are waiting for us to recognize this, for us to work with this, and to become attuned to this. But it does not mean that we are going to use the earthly processes for our treatments. We are going to use the earthly processes for our treatments because each thing has its place. All of this is not going to take care of our liver. All of this is not going to take care of our brain. This is another kind of healing. This is another kind of work. And all this medicine, all this healing here, which is the kind of work done here, must be humbly put in contact with this other healing. We should not delude ourselves, no matter how much we work here, 
No matter how well we use our resources, our procedures, things only get resolved up to a certain point. It does not resolve inner healing. The work here does not resolve cosmic healing. No earthly process brings about inner healing. No earthly process brings about this healing which humanity needs and which we all individually need ever more urgently. But if we recognize this difference, if we recognize these two levels, this can become unified in us, so that when we use material procedures for our material imbalances, we are unifying these procedures. We are unifying this medicine. Our domestic and human processes of healing, we join them to these others. And this is the development of the healer. Healers remain within a closed circle if they only work with earthly things, if they work only with earthly means, or if they work only with the energies of the earth. Healers must have these contacts, even though these contacts will not reflect directly on the treatments they are giving. These contacts are going to open their karma to cleanse the healer's karma. And thus the healer can heal more, the healer can serve more. These links with unheard of things, these links are very important because they begin to work with our karma. They begin to work with all of our subjective world to which we do not have clear access. The integration with all this does not happen here on earth on our mental level, but the integration with all this takes place on the level of our monad. It happens on the level of our spirit, there on the monadic level. This is where the integration occurs, and this is where this integration can be conscious. And the planetary hierarchy, the hierarchy of the earth, is stimulating all of this. It is working on us in that area, in that cluster of healing material. The planetary hierarchy is working on us in that sense. It is nurturing the unification of these two wills within us. And we contribute to this work of the hierarchy. We contribute with our devotion, either through our devotion to the hierarchy or our devotion to that which is our goal, to that which is our higher inner being. That is to say, our devotion to all of this. Our inner being also learns to be devoted to all those worlds, to all this intergalactic and extraterrestrial transcendent framework. Our inner being learns to be devoted to all of this. And in this design, in this process, we must also see to what extent we are devoted, to what we are devoted, and broaden this devotion and be very careful, be very cautious of the lack of humility. 
because in human nature, as soon as we have barely begun the path, we become vain and proud of having found the path. So pride and vanity really begin here. The pride and vanity of normal people is a child's game, it is nothing. The pride and vanity that begin to really exert influence and which begin to really corrode this process are this vanity, this pride of having begun to perceive some things. Here is where one must be very careful. And this pride and vanity, because one has begun to perceive some things, are not always conscious. And we must be very attentive to this, really very attentive. And those who deal with others, those who treat others, those who are in the field of healing, can see this emerge, this pride, this vanity. They can see this emerge because it comes out easily in healing, in the work of healing. And this pride, this vanity, this is where we need much humility. That is to say, we cannot make a mistake when we are convinced that we know nothing. Now, we are convinced that we know nothing, but we judge others. Well, something has entered here. What has come in here? Here is pride in ourselves because we know something. So we start off by knowing nothing, because in this way we cannot judge another, because we do not know the other, we do not know what causes another to do something. If we do not know our own selves, how can we judge another? And in the field of healing, this matter is very resistant. This pride, this vanity can hinder, can hold back, can put a stop to all of this process just described of having a freer movement. Actually, we really do not know anything, and here we know even less. So this is very basic for these matters. It is very basic. So it seems a very complicated issue. You're having access to those processes and those processes taking place in you. It seems very complicated, but it isn't. The whole key lies in this humility. The whole key lies in this absence of judgment, absence of criticism. We have to lose our tendency to box people in. We have to become incapable of judging someone. We have to believe that we are not capable of understanding someone. Many minds already know this today. Many humans today have already come to this conclusion. And this is not something negative. This allows the process, this cosmic process to reflect here on these very concrete very human and very vital levels where we are living. So the key to all this is humility. 
but we do not yet understand the extent of this word humility. We do not yet know the higher meaning of this word. And while we still have the possibility of making a judgment of someone, of judging someone, we really have to invoke humility. We have to ask for this grace. We really have to be healed of this infirmity, of thinking that we know something. We really need this healing. And this comes through humility. This is the work done here. This is the work done on these levels for all of these connections, for all of this to operate more freely within us. And with this humility, with this equality, with this absence of separation, because if we judge someone, we are separating ourselves from the other. We must not make any judgment because this is all one thing. You are the other. The other is you. All this happens is just one thing. We must keep all of this very close in our consciousness, very aware, so that all the rest, which is the important part, all the cosmic work within us, all the cosmic healing in us, may begin to take place. But this is our human work, our conscious work very well. Mars, as we have seen, is transferring to other planes to do other work. Mars is changing its task. This means that humanity, since we are connected with all things, we are also being transferred in some way. So this planet is transferring, is changing tasks, is going on to another level. This planet gives us this awareness that we are also always undergoing mutation, that there is no reason for us to remain crystallized. All we need to do is to follow the movements of our greater brothers, of our non-human brothers, because Mars is not human. It is a brother of ours that is not human. So we need to be following this. And another great brother that we can move along with is Mercury. Mercury is a planet that needs to disappear as a planet. Mercury has already begun its process of being absorbed by the Sun. It is one of the planets that evolved most of all in this solar system, and it is the first planet that is already beginning to be absorbed by the Sun. So Mercury has already begun this work of being absorbed. So Mercury can help us very much. However, Mercury cannot look back, and Mercury cannot turn back from this path to carry us with it. We are the ones who need to have this awareness. We are the ones who need to have the responsibility of following Mercury, of following Mars, of going in pursuit of these things, of seeking. How can I be connected to this? Because this is just one process. If Mercury is being absorbed, if Mars is changing levels, parts of us are being absorbed. Parts of us are changing levels. We need to find this identification so that we can get out of this human level, this surface humanity, the way it is today, 
a limited humanity, a blind, ignorant humanity, always dealing with terrestrial matters, ignoring whatever is not of this earth. So we are being beckoned, we are being called to this, and it is not up to our mind, it is not up to our human consciousness to explain to us how this is going to happen, because what can the poor mind know? Our consciousness is responsible for having this entire mechanism ready. Because basically, this is a mechanism. It is an inner mechanism. It is a cosmic mechanism. It is the responsibility of our consciousness to be closely linked to this. Our consciousness has to be seeking this, because then we will work here on Earth with another energy, with another capacity. But the key is not on the Earth. The key is outside of the Earth. It is well above the Earth. So we need to find the way we need to find the means, the way to balance being here without belonging here, of being here, functioning here, living, developing, acting, serving, but being careful, very careful, not to deceive ourselves. We have to be careful not to deceive ourselves because all of these things close up and are no longer perceived, and these things need to be perceived. We have to have this life. We need to be conscious of this life so that things here on the planet may finally begin to change. We cannot go on in the cosmos unconscious of where we are. Humanity must take these steps because if humanity does not take these steps, nothing will change on Earth. All of these things that happen on the surface, all of these movements, these wars, we should not even look at these things. A healing will flow for them. Something will flow in an indirect way. We have to carry out this process in ourselves in order to become an instrument for things to change. But we must not expect things to change on earth if each one of us does not make a change. And things really begin with us. And humility is something we must keep before us and never feel that we are sufficiently humble because we are never really humble. This race is not humble. This needs to be written on our foreheads. It needs to be written and we have to remember this because this is the healing that we need. Everything around us all of the cosmos knows this well. As incredible as it may seem, the cosmos knows this. This process of ours is known. And all we have to do is recognize this and shift the focus of our whole life. Because this is a change of focus in our life. Something that today is very special and very important to you, you will regard as a simple plaything, and you will then perceive what is there for you to perceive at this time, that which corresponds to the step you have taken in your evolution.